Bloodsuckers, a podcast about the Twilight series by Stephanie Meyer. I'm Maddie. I'm Christina. I'm Janae. And I'm Gail. Thanks for listening to our sixth episode. Each week we bring you news and theories about the upcoming book, Breaking Dawn, and the Twilight movie, as well as discussion and thoughts about the series so far. Avery was not able to speed read a Russian novel in under a minute, so she will not be joining us this week. Aw, man. She needs to work on her reading skills. I mean, we all did it. (laughs) So, first we'd like to read some listener emails. This first one's from Natalie S. from Australia, who wrote to us about our feminism discussion and was the winner of our Spider Monkey contest. It says, Generally, feminism is one of my favorite topics to debate. I consider myself a feminist in many ways, but only when the argument is relevant. When it comes to Twilight, I can't see the point. In my opinion, Twilight is neither pro-feminist nor anti-feminist, and any weakness or strength that Bella possesses are not reflective of Stephanie's ideas about feminism. I'll be using Edward and Bella's relationship as the backbone of my argument. After all, they are the core of the story. I know you argued for a while about who held the power where the two protagonists are concerned, and I say both or neither. Everything in the relationship is based on balance. Obviously, Edward is physically stronger. This isn't a male dominance thing. The guy's a vampire. This is balanced out by Bella's emotional strength. When Edward leaves in New Moon, Bella manages to go on in life. She may do it as a hollow shell of what she once was, but she does it. I think it's mostly because she has other people she needs to think about. She goes through the motions because it keeps Charlie and Renee happy. Edward, on the other hand, curls up in a ball and lets the sorrow have him. His words, not mine. He has a family as well, other people to live for. But unlike Bella, he ignores his parents' and siblings' feelings and disappears feeling sorry for himself, regardless of the fact that leaving in the first place was his decision. So emotionally, who do you think is stronger? In addition, there's a running theme in Eclipse of Compromise. You quote, you gave me two options that I could that you could live with, and I chose the one that I could live with. Everything in the relationship is kept very even. Occasionally the balance is thrown off a little, mostly when Bella lays on a guilt trip or Edward becomes an overbearingly protective, but that's done purely out of love, not some chauvinistic male dominance thing. However, that's to be expected in any relationship. Love the podcast and can't wait for the next episode. That was such a nice long email. Thanks for loving the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And her opinions were cool, so yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what she said made a lot of sense. Just that the fact that there is, I think I said it last week, that there is balance in their relationship. And it's just that they're in love. It's not anti-feminist. Yeah, it's true. So all the haters should just sit down. (laughs) Oh dear. I would like to excuse everything Maddie says because we're both quite sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's on the drugs, oh dear. people. <laughs> and Natalie also said, by the way, Quill Ute is pronounced Quill like in Harry Potter and Ute like my neighbor's disgusting maroon car. <laughs> or at least that's how it's pronounced in the audio version. Oh. <laughs> Yay for Someone else emailed us about that too, so we want to give you credit, but we'll do it later. And the other person actually said this is for Christina, which made me laugh a lot. <laughs> yeah, I giggled. So we got another email from Ariel about Twilight Rock. It says, Hey there, I don't know of many Twilight Rock bands, but one I found I absolutely adore is called the Mitch Hasten Band. You can check him out on his MySpace music page or download his CD and titled Twilight Hour on iTunes. I especially like the songs Lullaby and Jacob Black. There is another band who I don't listen to as often called the Bella Call-In Project on MySpace again. I hope you enjoy them. I think it's the Mitch Hansen band. That would make what did sense. I say? Hansen. <laughs> not, not Hasten, Hansen. Oh. oh well. Right, I can read. Yeah, I, at first when she said like Twilight Hour, I was like, oh, that could be about anything. Maybe you just think the songs are about that, but then the fact that it's like Lullaby... Or Jacob Black. The other one's called the Bella Colon Project. 
So this is definitely Twilight Rock, which is awesome. So if any of our listeners are interested, they should go check them out. I feel like I tried to look these up on MySpace and I couldn't find it. But I think that it was just my computer being a spaz. I'm pretty sure you guys can. If anyone finds it, could you guys send us the links? Because I just couldn't find it. Or you can leave a comment on our blog at bloodsuckerspodcast.blogspot.com so everyone can have it. Yay! Yay! Yay. we like to share here at Bloodsuckers. Except for cookies. Those are all mine. Yeah. And disease, (laughs) which we shared anyway. All right, well, Ruth from El Paso, Texas, left us a MySpace comment about our discussion a couple episodes ago about Bella's future powers. She said, I personally think that it will be like Alice, but in the fashion that she could see what the werewolves are up to, since she had that dream about Edward and Jacob fighting each other. I thought that was interesting. That'd be a pretty cool power. I feel like that's not possible. How so? Like... No other person could do a power on the werewolves, so... Wait, can't Edward read Jacob's mind, though? Oh, yeah, good point, so therefore it is possible. Okay. I don't know if it would necessarily be seeing the future, but maybe she'd be more aware of the werewolves than anyone else. Maybe she'd be, like, immune to the werewolves. Maybe she's, like, part werewolf. (laughs) Maybe she's part werewolf. Dude, how cool would that be in the next book if they try to turn into a vampire and they realize she's, like, a werewolf? Although they'd probably smell it. That would be so random. Her family has been biffs with Jacob Black's family forever. Maybe, like, they're actually related. And she's, like, been making out with her brother. By, like, some random cousin somewhere. You have to be, like, hardcore related, though. Because you have to be a direct descendant of something. something Oh, there comes the hate mail. Something, something or other. You must be referring to. (laughs) Well, well, I don't remember what the chief's names are. (laughs) Yes. If you'd like to enlighten us, please title that one. Too Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Email to Maddie. Wow. None of us know it either. <laughs> Alright. Also, Alana from Illinois messaged us on MySpace to let us know that Michael Welch can dance. <laughs> Sweet. I found that to be valuable information. Actually, the entire message was actually really, really cute. It was like funny things that she was that Stephanie had said. And some of them were really cute. They were talking about Jackson's guitar playing, other things. But it was a generally cute message. Maybe we'll post it on our website so you guys can all read it. Well, they can read it on stephaniemeyer.com. Good point. And marvel at the cuteness. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff on stephaniemeyer.com. It was she cute. updates it a lot. Check it out. <laughs> Wouldn't it right. be awesome if there was just a random dance <laughs> competition in the middle of school? Random in our school or no. wait, ever done what competition band? Like dance off. Oh, dance off. Oh my god, that'd be- <laughs> yeah. Why does she know Michael Welsh could dance? Maybe prom scene. I don't know. Maybe she or maybe Michael's like me and just randomly like dances for no reason. Yeah, maybe just like on the side of set, he like puts in his headphones and is like jamming out, like rocking and. <laughs> And rolling and I could see him like randomly moshing in the middle of <laughs> like taking his scene or whatever it's called, filming a scene. W- when I say someone can dance, I definitely refer to their ability to mosh. Obviously. <laughs> That's the only real kind of dancing. <laughs> oh dear. Anyway. <laughs> We'd also like to thank Kayla Joe from Iowa, Kira from New Jersey, Ooh. Emma from Wisconsin. I'm gonna slaughter this, but Mady from Germany, Christina from Delaware, Alyssa M. from Maine and Rhode Island, <laughs> and Priscilla who emailed us this, who all emailed us this week. Oh, remember, if you would like to contact us with a question, comment, theory, or idea for the show, please email us at bloodsuckerspodcast at yahoo.com or leave a comment on our blog at www.bloodsuckerspodcast.blogspot.com. You can also be our friend on MySpace or join our Facebook group. Thanks, everybody. Thanks Yay. for emailing us. Yeah, we got uh, quite a few. Yeah. We're popular. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's our dream. Yay. Yeah, keep the emails coming. Yeah, like especially the international. That was so cool. We had Germany and Australia. Except Germany's never gonna email us again because I can't read. <laughs> okay, let's get. It's either mate, matey. It's probably like Mary. Maybe they should just like include a pronunciation next time when they send us their name. Yeah, if you know your name's really hard to say. 
help us. <laughs> so we're dumb. We don't know how yeah. to. <laughs> we're generally illiterate in general. Speak, so. speak for yourself. Seriously, I'm not illiterate. Not okay. gonna lie. Yeah, Janae's good at everything. Janae, would you like to read that name for us, please? <laughs> <laughs> okay, except for reading names in German the end. <laughs> Alrighty, well. And now we're gonna go to Gail with the latest Twilight news. Thanks, Maddie. The Twilight Series Theories website posted a report of their visit to the Twilight set. The reporter contained. Well, the report contains pictures and commentary and can be found at twilightseriestheories.com. The Twilight Lexicon also posted pictures from the set, which can be viewed at their website. MTV again featured Twilight in their Twilight Tuesday series. The video has interviews with several members of the cast and crew, as well as some information on the release of the trailer. The official Twilight movie blog, greetingsfromtwilight.com, posted a video of the ballet studio scene filming. Filmschoolrejects.com has an article up about the Twilight phenomenon, focusing on the movie. The upcoming DVD, Penelope, will feature never-before-seen Twilight footage. The DVD will be released on July 15th. Twilight Portugal had an interview with Eddie Gathage, who plays Lart. You can read the interview on their website or the, Engli- or the English translation on the Twilight Lexicon. Summit has launched a Twilight movie channel, so subscribe to their user official Twilight film for the latest videos. The Reels channel has a video report from the set. You can watch the video on their website or on the Twilight Lexicon. That's all the news for today. Thanks to Twilight Lexicon for these stories. Thanks, Gail. So what do you guys think of these news stories? Yeah, I don't think it's anything that's going to be like life-changing at the moment. It's just some new videos and some new footage. I'm kind of excited for the new footage that's going to be released, though. Yeah, but that's not going to be till July. Ew. So long. <laughs> I got excited when they said they did an interview in Portugal. Not going to lie. I wanted to <laughs> read it and see if they said vos. Yeah, but today, you don't speak Portuguese. I know I don't, but that doesn't mean I can't attempt to. I just thought that was cool. You should go home and, like, learn Portuguese, and then, like, just read it. She'll be done by this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I have nothing better to do with my day than learn Portuguese. Well, it'll only take you, like, 20 minutes. Oh, uh, totally. <laughs> what do you guys think about being referred to as a Twilight phenomenon? I think I just well, said it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically just that Twilight's getting really popular, and it's, like, all over the place. I think it's really cool, like, because, yeah, there's... There was a Twilight fandom, but it's definitely growing really rapidly. Like, the fact that there's rock bands, I'm so impressive. If anyone, these rock bands are listening, let us know. Because that'd be really cool. Yeah, it would. Wait, maybe if we don't diss them, we can get an email, f- I mean, an interview with them, even if the entire cast hates us. Yay! Yeah. Yay, sweet. Well, maybe we'll try messaging them. If anyone knows them, let us know. The people in them. The Reels channel video, if someone calls Twilight Harry Potter one more time, I will punch them in the face. <laughs> That's a warning know, to all of you. They're like comparing it to Harry Potter like in everything that I look at. It's really annoying. I mean, I know like they're both big fandom things, and I know they share a common actor, but I mean, seriously, get over it. Yeah, but think it's about annoying. it. As a Harry Potter fan, how many times was it compared to Star Wars? Not that they were anything alike, but because the fandom size. And I remember being compared to Star Trek and Star Wars a lot, Lord of the Rings, all that kind of stuff. Not so much because of similarities, but because just because they had similar fandoms. So I think it's just what's happening now. But instead of to other movies, it's they're just focusing it on Harry Potter. Yeah, but no one was like, oh, Harry Potter's the new Star Wars. It's like they're making it sound like Twilight's replacing Harry Potter when they're really two different things. I remember hearing people saying Harry Potter's the new Star Trek, though. Like how they have all these like conventions now and like we're like the new Trekkies. I do remember like reading that. Well, it's annoying. (laughs) (laughs) I hate people. Then again, everyone is entitled to their own opinion. Yeah. Except for stupid people. (laughs) Wow, that's nice. But none of our listeners are stupid because they listen to us. Exactly. This takes real skill. Everyone pat yourself on the back. All 
are the only ones that are allowed to have an opinion. So email us and let us know that opinion. Consider that a gift. And if any of you guys really? know people who you figure should be allowed to have opinions, tell them to subscribe to the show and then they're allowed to have one too. Exactly. Because smart people listen to bloodsuckers. <laughs> we need t-shirts that say that. <laughs> but we'll like spell smart. We'll spell smart wrong. <laughs> yeah. Not even on purpose. The greetings from Twilight video. I like got chills. The valet scene studio scene is gonna be so good. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Cause you actually see them fighting instead of having Bella think about there's a squabble going on in the background while she's in pain. <laughs> yeah. Except, at one point in the video, it was like everything was on fire. Did I miss something? Um. Sometimes vampires like to light things on fire. <laughs> They're pyromaniacs, what can we say? I don't know, I kind of imagine like there being fire in the dance scene, even though there wasn't. Like I think there were just a few scenes that are gonna look really hot with fire. Yeah, maybe they like break the lights or something and it catches on fire. It'll be awesome. And it's not that big of a deal. I was just confused. Uh, I think that's I think it's just effect. It's gonna be sweet. If nothing else, these action sequences are gonna be awesome. <laughs> Are you a testosterone-full boy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick. Leave me alone. <laughs> I didn't mean your voice. I meant... Oh, and it's like sorted. I meant the like... Oh, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be legend. Wait for it. Dairy. So, the MTV video. Um, I was mad that people are complaining about Ashley's hair, that it's too long. I think it's plenty short. Yeah. What are, what are people whining about? I... I think they're doing a really, really good job keeping particulars. Like, I, I remember, fine. I don't think we discussed this last week, but in the interview they were talking about, with Jackson, about how he's learning to use his left hand because Jasper's left-handed. So I feel like they are keeping it pretty true to the book, like the fact that they're doing little details such as that. And if her hair is a little bit longer than some people expected it to be, I think that Stephanie allowed that and was okay with it being that length, that we shouldn't really complain. Yeah, true, true. Um, and just so everyone knows, me and Robert need to get married because he said yes as long as we don't want children and they, they'll clap at everything and I hate children and I love clapping. <laughs> so It's true. Robert, if you can hear this, <laughs> I'm here. It's so funny because Maddie has like 17 siblings and then they also are like foster parents. So she always has at least, like, 20,000 kids in her house. And all she does is go, I hate children. <laughs> They're so loud. Except for Christina. I like her. Aw, thanks. <laughs> anyway. And, um, uh, Kristen was talking about how when she was, because this video was before her birthday, and she was talking about when she's 18, she's going to stop having her tutor. Why does she need to have her tutor when she's 17 because I don't know maybe it's different where she lives but I think in New Jersey you only have to go to school until you're 16. I feel like 18 is like college or like graduating high school age so maybe that the pace she's working they planned it so she could be done and have a high school diploma by 18. That makes sense. Maybe. I don't know. It's just the way she was talking. It made it sound like she was being forced to having a tutor three hours a day. And then as soon as she's 18, she's going to stop it. Well, she might be forced because you need a parent's signature at 16 or a parent's permission to drop out of school or to stop going to school. Otherwise, you have to still go up until you're 18. So maybe she's being forced by her parents. Really? Even when you're 16? Yeah, you can't just drop out and just stop going to school. You need your parents' permission. That's upsetting. That ruins my plans for this week. I'm pretty sure I didn't even make that up. <laughs> oh my god, Gail actually <laughs> said something smart. <laughs> Someone look it up. I'm thinking if my daughter was in a soon-to-be extremely successful motion picture, I'm thinking she doesn't She doesn't need those last couple of months. I think she'll be yeah, you can always go back to school. Plus, why do you need education when you're going to get, like, so much money from an amazing movie? Nope. You want to know why they're doing education? Because this is the new Harry Potter, and on the Harry Potter set, they were tutoring. <laughs> oh, but apparently, uh, Kristen's the only one, or was the only one getting tutored, because she was the baby on the set. Yeah. 
Well, that makes sense. Poor baby. Does anyone know what Penelope is? No. Oh, it was this, like, <laughs> weird movie where this girl named Penelope had a nose, the nose. Like a pig. Oh, that, oh, that, that yeah, movie, that right. Okay. Oh, that looked terrible. No, it exactly. didn't. We're going to have to Netflix it just to watch the footage. True. <laughs> People who like that movie are going to be like, girl, we don't like you guys anymore. Seriously, Maddie, way to go. Maybe it is a good movie. Just from what I saw of the commercials, it did not look very good. But I would be more than happy to be proven wrong. <laughs> that sounded fairly positive of you. You must be sick. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm shocked. There's something terribly wrong with me. Oh dear. Alright, well, now we're going to move on to our character profile discussion. This week we're going to cheat, as usual, and actually talk about a few different characters. We're going to discuss Bella's friends from school. Christina, want to give a, us a rundown of what we're talking Drop about? Drop some knowledge. Sure. No, oh, why do we even bother trying to change it up? Christina, when I drop some knowledge on us. The characters we're referring to are Ben Cheney, Tyler Crowley, I'm sorry for any mispronunciations, really, Laura Mallory, Mike Newton, Jessica Stanley, Angela Weber, and Eric Yorkie. Angela is a quiet girl and Bella's closest human friend. She and Ben started dating during prom, and their relationship lasted through the summer. Tyler is a popular boy at Forks High. He nearly ran over Bella with his van, and causing him to pers- persistently seek her attention, much, much to Bella's annoyance. Lauren is a very standoffish to Bella because she's jealous of the attention Bella gets from the boys at school. Mike is the most popular boy at Forks High and was immediately attracted to Bella, causing a lot of tension between him and Edward. Jessica is a talkative girl who makes friends with Bella right away. She was the first one to tell Bella about the Collins. She dated Mike during the last few months of junior year, but their relationship didn't last. Eric was one of the first people at Forks High to talk to Bella. He is the geeky member of the group. Alright, so what do you guys think about these characters? We really cheated. Seriously. Does, Does anyone else here love Lauren Mallory's name? Does anyone here, like, I don't know who here quite knows who that is, but Laura Mallory is the woman who's trying to ban, I'm sorry about the reference again, Harry Potter from the libraries in Georgia, who everyone hates, and, like, there are entire, like, communities of people who, like, all go together and just, like, talk about how much they hate Laura Mallory, and she's just talking about how Harry Potter sells out, Harry Potter is, like, spreading witchcraft in families and all that kind of stuff, and she's definitely one of the more disliked people in the Harry Potter fandom. So, I thought it was funny that they shared a name. Yeah, I'm, maybe it is a reference, because I'm sure, like, authors like to stick together and not be censored, and I'm sure vampires have been subject to censorship, so maybe, you know, Lauren's kind of the mean <laughs> um, character in the group. We should call her and be like, what are your thoughts on Twilight, Laura Mallory? And then she'll start ranting and trying to bed Twilight from the libraries of everywhere. <laughs> It'll be all our fault. <laughs> I vote we don't call she'll her, just like, so that doesn't happen. She'll be like, oh, yeah, Twilight's fine, but there's the occult. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll, like, cause it. It'll be awesome. Bloodsuckers, the podcast that ended in the Twilight series. <laughs> <laughs> Where all the smart people go. Yes. <laughs> Dude, there'd be like an angry mob after us. That would be mad scary. <laughs> of of our fan, our our bloodsucker fandom coming out with pitchforks. Please don't. Well, it's always been my life dream to get stabbed with a pitchfork. I thought it was so. being harpooned <laughs> by a bully. <laughs> anyway, about the actual anyway. characters. <laughs> <laughs> so, actually, the characters. Uh, we kind of talked about Angela and Bella, or not Bella, Angela and Ben before. Um, about how we, how they were my favorite couple in the book. So, I like them. <laughs> They're I'm, cute. I'm really Sorry. excited about all the characters. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know that I'm excited to see Tyler, because I don't think that he was a major part of the book, other than talking about him. But I'm excited to see Mark Newton, and I'm excited to see Eric. I'm not excited to have to see Jessica, either. She just annoys me. I know, she's so annoying. I just want to, like, smack her in the face. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> We're quite violent today. <laughs> yeah, it happens. 
still think Angela should be a vampire. You're in love with Angela. That'd be sweet. I love Angela. She's so cool. You have a girl crush on Angela, Manny. Maybe a little. I like her better than Bella. Oh, she has okay. New plan. <laughs> <laughs> Angela gets turned into a vampire. Edward falls in love with Angela, and Bella goes away. Is, and, and Bella becomes a hollow emo shell for the rest of her life. Have we ever actually like seen Angela in great depth, other than like signing letters? Because I think that our love affair with her is just like made up in our heads. But she's funny. <laughs> that one scene was hilarious. Sh you're stealing it. That's my favorite scene. <laughs> talk about it later but other than that like the characters really the school characters aren't really that interesting i feel like they're just there to fill up space and was make us laugh occasionally was that english yes it was english yeah. <laughs> i didn't hear a word you just said <laughs> <laughs> are you on the drugs too gail no she all of a sudden learned Portu <laughs> portuguese yeah she slips in and out of portuguese <laughs> learning it while we've been doing this episode. Oh dear. I enjoy Mike's, um, what's it called? Chiv chivalry? During gym sh class. Sh chivalry? Shut up. <laughs> well, it's cute how he, like, follows her around like a puppy dog. I'm like, it's so adorable. Yeah. Kind and how he creeper. wants to be Edward. That makes me laugh so much. Like how he did his hair and stuff. Even the person who played him wanted to be Edward at first. <laughs> and they're both named Mike. <laughs> I'm making really intelligent connections today. And it's so sad for Mike because he's supposed to be like the hottest guy in school. But then like there's Edward. They keep like saying how Bella's like different looking, but it doesn't sound like she's so pretty that he'd be into her. Yeah, it seems like he could that there would probably be prettier girls in the school. I guess it's just that Bella's an interesting new person that he kind of wants her. <laughs> and the whole, he can't get her, so he wants her thing. Yeah, stupid boys. <laughs> stupid yeah. boy. Let's get some shoes. <laughs> no means yes, yes means yes. Thank you for that wise, Miss Christina. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh dear. Anyway. Alright, so let's talk about the casting. Jessica is being played by Anna Kendrick. Angela Weber is being played by Christian Saratos. Mike is being played by Michael Welch. Eric is being played by Justin Sean. And that's all the confirmed actors we have for the school of characters. So what do you guys think of these castings or lack thereof? I love that Eric is Chinese. Was he actually like Asian? Or I'm sorry, he might not be Chinese. Was he actually like Asian in the book? I don't think so. Ben was. Ben was Asian? Wasn't he? Ben was Asian? Ben was up? Asian? Did I just make that up? No. <laughs> I think you did. He was Asian in my he? head. I think I just think that because this like one time we met this girl named Angela and she was Asian. Me and Maddie. And so I'm basically convinced everyone named Angela is now. <laughs> Despite the fact that we've known plenty of other Angelas that weren't Asian. Shh. Whatever. But yeah, I love how like two of the two of those actors are from Nickelodeon because I'm a dork and I watch Nickelodeon like it's my religion. Wait, which ones? Because I know uh, Susie Crabgrass from Ned's Day Class. Yeah, and right. then Justin Chan was on Just Jordan. Oh, oh yeah, that. that guy. <laughs> Wait, is it Just Jordan like an adult like litigate show? No. no. What are you? It's Team Nick. Oh, I'm thinking of Crossing Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. is kind of the same. Alright, this bed thing's really bothering me because 100% in my head he was Asian. If anyone knows, email us. Huh. Oh, yeah, he's Asian. Thank you. Wait. According to Twilight Lexicon, he is only 5'7 and, and of Asian descent. I didn't invent that. Congratulations, Maddie. Who's not cast? Lauren's not in it. Is she not gonna be in the, in the movie? Apparently not in this one. Huh. I think maybe she was seriously, if she's not going to be in the movie, she's probably not going to be ever become a real big character, but maybe she was just put in the book to be like the Laura Mallory making fun of thing. I'd enjoy that. I think that was pretty funny if they did that. I, I laughed when you pointed it out because I didn't even realize it. I was convinced that you're the one who had told me that. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Sorry. Uh, 
Um, so Tyler's not cast, which is odd, because he's supposed to run over Bella. So who's running over? Maybe they're just going to do a random person. But it was so funny. Uh, Stephanie said all the human actors were, like, underrated and that they were fantastic. So that's kind of exciting. I thought Anna good. Kendrick was too pretty. Same with Christian Saratos. They were both, like, gorgeous. Yeah, but it's not like they're ugly in the book. Like, they're all really pretty because they're all popular people. It's just that... But they're obviously more pretty than Bella in the movie. Yeah, but... Well, I don't know. But... I think they're all, like, equally pretty, but... It's not like in the book she's supposed to... Kristen's... I mean, Bella's supposed to be stunningly pretty. So, I think it's fine that they're all, they all look alike, because that's not what was important. Alright, so do you guys have any favorite scenes with Bella's school friends? Well, my first favorite one is... <laughs> my most favorite favorite one. I'm such a cheater, I always pick like 27 things. Uh, um, my first favorite one is where... Angela and Bella are doing the letters together, and Angela's talking about men, and like is making all these general statements about boys. So I think it's funny because it did like apply to Edward, but it was weird because Edward's not a normal boy. But then it was so down to earth, and it still applied. Oh, I like that. And. Another one of my favorites, when Edward, like, stopped his car to back up traffic out of the school parking lot, and he allowed for Tyler to, like, walk around and ask him out, or ask him out, what am I talking about? Ask out Bella. <laughs> <laughs> Do you notice that when, when, like, we're on here talking, and we go on, like, longer spiels than usual, you get really confused what you're talking about? Me? Yeah, I do that yeah. too. Because <laughs> I ahead. lose track. <laughs> no one else is interrupting. We don't know what to do with ourselves. I, I thought that was funny. Because, like, Edward knew what was going on. Well, I think that he kind of wanted her to be with someone else. Because he was all dangerous. True. That makes sense. I was just taking it for the uh, entertainment value. My favorite scene is when, um, in New Moon, when Bella gets that camera from Renee and she needs to take pictures of all her school friends and stuff. So she just brings the camera to the cafeteria and was like, um, I need to take pictures. And everybody just grabs the camera and starts taking pictures of each other <laughs> while she's off being like all angsty and thinking about Edward. And oh my gosh, I miss her. Miss him. Then all of a sudden someone's like, oh, we used up all the film. <laughs> I kind of find it funny that they, that they said film. Like, how ancient is this camera? Yeah, it's a small town, maybe. They don't have modern technology. <laughs> yeah, they all live in cabins. <laughs> and they have, like, Flintstone cars. <laughs> yes. That's it. <laughs> That's why Bella's truck is slow. <laughs> yeah, she can only move her legs so fast. She's unfit. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, now we just lost all of our listeners that don't live in cities. We don't live in a city, <laughs> we swear. We're sorry, small town people. We're sorry. Well, we're not, like, in a small town. We're in a large town. But definitely not a city. Like, not like city. you could drive like through an entire area. It's just like farm. We live in a farming town. Alright, now we're going to move on to our unanswered questions discussion where we talked about some mysteries about the series that will hopefully be answered in the next book. Gail, what's our question for this week? Our unanswered question for this week is, will the vampires and werewolves go to war? Hmm. What do you guys think? Because the treaty is broken... And Jacob knows it's broken. I think that it was made obvious that, like, the war thing's not going to happen. Cause I, I feel like they, since they were on the same side for that, they're not going to fight now. Unless Jacob, like, goes crazy and tries to go kill all the vampires himself. They'll take him out, and then the werewolves will get mad and try to take out some of them. The last scene seems kind of suspicious because Jacob goes and everyone keeps saying how they want to come with him so maybe he's planning something because he did mention it like if they were still on the same team why did he keep mentioning like if you do this it's going to start a war yeah but just because they're getting married doesn't mean she's like it does mean she's, she's going to change but she hasn't changed yet even if they get married he can still stop her from changing 
Not really, but he could think he can. No, maybe it won't be immediately. He was thinking that he could stop her from wanting to be a vampire like the entire time, even though he knows that he's she's not gonna stop wanting that. Yeah, true. But when he, like, maybe it won't happen immediately in the beginning of the book. But maybe eventually, like, when she does change, he. I mean, that was super duper foreshadowing. How he said like five hundred times, like, if you do this, you're gonna break the treaty, and we could start a war. True. If this happens... I don't know. Dropping some hints there. Dropping some hint knowledge <laughs> upon us. But that would be cool. A vampire werewolf war. I mean, I know that's very violent, but still would be interesting to read. And if Bella had the power thing that we were talking about before, where she's somehow aware of the werewolves, that could be an interesting twist. Oh, yeah. Because she would technically be a vampire and, like, a Colin... But she'd be able to go against the werewolves, and would she? Hmm. I don't know. I hope there isn't one. I think it would be dumb. I wonder how else the plot would, like, move along, though, because, you know, she's going to change into a vampire and then eat people for, like, a year. And then what? <laughs> Fade to black. And it's not like Jacob's going to get over it. Like, he knows that she's getting married, but... I don't think she, I don't think he's over her. So I don't feel like that conflict's been resolved. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I just don't feel like reading about a vampire werewolf war. The entire I think it was the second or the th I don't remember which book it was. I spent the entire time praying that there wasn't gonna be a war. I just legit didn't want to read one. I guess what else is the third the fourth book gonna be about though? And that would be so upsetting because we all like characters on both sides. Yeah. Yeah. Except for Jacob. <laughs> As when you're reading the book, you're not like hating Jacob though. It's only out of the reading that we hate him. I don't know. He just annoys me sometimes. I don't really hate him. So I guess we'll just have to wait and find out. So now we're gonna talk about our scene of the week where we pick out a scene from the series and talk about it. Janae, would you like to tell us what our scene for this week is? Surely the scene for this week happens in Twilight, it's when all uh, when Bella and her friends they go down to first beach and they're having their little party thing, and she meets Jacob and he tells her all the stories about the werewolves and stuff, which was totally awesome because she was trying to flirt and it was so obvious that she was bad at it. It was so funny how the tables turned. Like first she was trying to flirt with him, like the entire rest of the series he's trying to like flirt with her and she's like, "Girl, please." It's hilarious. I'm like, Bella, you can't flirt. Please stop trying. <laughs> <laughs> or at least take lessons from today first. Oh yeah, because I'm a flirting machine. It's ridiculous. I liked that scene because it was first when we first got announced to the kill you, quill you. I still can't pronounce it. <laughs> Sorry, Natalie. <laughs> um, um, and I do like the werewolves like as characters. As much as I say I hate Jacob, I think they're cool. And especially watching the clips of them in the movies, I'm just like, it's going to be awesome. I'm excited. It is going to be awesome. I'm really, really scared what the werewolves are going to look like, though. Yeah. We don't have to worry about it this movie, though. Yeah. There's a definite chance it's going to be messed up, though. I wonder if uh, Jacob wasn't to say anything about the like whole lore thing do you guys think bella would have ever figured it out probably not i think that he would have told that i was just i would have told her yeah true but she wouldn't have been smart enough to figure it out on her own yeah without the stories she got that whole werewolf thing handed to her on a silver platter and she was like what <laughs> dude i freaking knew it like even if i like, I, I could do it before but it was so painfully obvious. Same with when Jacob was a, a werewolf. As soon as like you got the first few hits, we all knew. And Bella was like, Ha, huh, I wonder what's going on. Yeah, I was getting super frustrated. Because at first I was like, Grr, I hate Sam. But then like when Jacob joined it, I was like, Oh, I know what's going down. And it was so obvious. I think I texted you the entire time I read that section of the book saying, When will she figure it out? She's so stupid. 
But maybe, I guess, because for her, it was like a year ago, as opposed to us, for it was like ten minutes ago when we finished Twilight. <laughs> True. <laughs> so it was like, oh, well, obviously, we just heard this story, but for her, it was like a year and a half. And I don't even remember what I had for breakfast this morning, so <laughs> I probably would have forgotten. <laughs> and it's 9.50 in the morning. That's really sad, Maddie. I don't actually eat breakfast. But all of our listeners should eat three meals a day yeah. to be nutritional. Mm-hmm. And not be Maddie. Yeah. Basically, what you want to do in life is whatever Maddie does, opposite. <laughs> Pretty much. All right. Well, enough nutritional lessons. <laughs> um, now we're going to move on to our next segment entitled Swoonworthy, Edward's nauseatingly adorable quote of the week. Wee. Christina, want to read us our quote? This week's adorable Edward quote is, You are my life now. And here's the expert. It's on excerpt. Not excerpt. excerpt. Way to read. <laughs> it's the expert nauseating person. <laughs> Christina, reading from page 314 on the paperback edition of Twilight. Yeah. It seemed like a miracle that he was there, his arms still waiting for me. He reached out to me, and my heart thumped unsteadily. Welcome back, he muttered, taking me into his arms. He rocked me for a while in silence, until I noticed that his clothes were changed, his hair smooth. You left, I accused, touching the collar of his fresh shirt. I could hardly leave in the clothes I came in. What would the neighbors think? I pouted. You were very deeply asleep. I didn't miss anything, his eyes gleamed. The talking came earlier. I groaned. What did you hear? His gold eyes grew very soft. You said you loved me. You knew that already, I reminded him, ducking my head. It was nice to hear, just the same. I hid my face against his shoulder. I love you, I whispered. You are my life now, he answered sim- simply. Aww. It's so cute. So nauseating. This was the first time he spent the night, right? Uh, probably. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was. But like, this section, like, generally bugged me, though. I don't know why. Why? I don't know, like, hearing it again, I think it's cute. But I remember the first time I saw it, when they were in there, they were like, I love you. It just reminded me of, like, teen romance, when everyone's like, I'm so in love with you, we're 17. Because it's not like Twilight's teen romance or anything. Yeah, he's over 100, (laughs) so it's okay. (laughs) Yeah, this isn't a teen romance novel. Not at all. (laughs) Gail's in denial. Alright, well now we're going to do our favorite section, where we pick a random topic and each discuss our favorite thing from that topic. Janae, would you like to tell us what the topic is for this week? Sure, today we're going to pick our favorite character. Who isn't Edward. Oh, oh that was my favorite character. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to sit. Okay, to wait, never mind. Alright, so my favorite character, as I was just girl crushing about before, is Angela. <laughs> 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 I love her, she's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My favorite, as I have mentioned before, is Alice Cullen. She's just, like, awesome. There's just no words to describe how awesome she is. I have a girl crush on her. I was just thinking, is she a girl? (laughs) Yeah, Alice is a girl. My favorite character is Jasper, because I know Edward's hot and everything, but Jasper sounds totally hot, too, and I love how he's all not completely vegetarian- like everybody else and he can like slip and kill people but still be totally awesome dude i'm mad at janae that was my favorite all i do is talk about how i'm in love with jasper i don't know if he would have been my favorite if jackson rathbone wasn't playing him but um i don't know i love jasper did you know that jackson was playing him before after you read the books um i didn't know anything until after I read the books. I knew like I knew Robert was playing him. I knew Bella was was um playing not I knew Chris Stewart was playing Bella. Oh wait, for the listeners who are confused, I read these books like the day before we recorded the second episode. So you all could hate me for it. Feel free. But I was supposed to be on the second episode but I didn't finish in time. It took me like another few hours to finish. But yeah, so I was I was a late listener. But yeah, I had no idea who was playing Jackson until afterward. He was playing Jasper. Yeah, that too. I'm just such a Jackson <laughs> fangirl. I love Jasper too. I agree. That's my other... I always cheat and pick like 27 <laughs> favorite things. It's not cheating Jasper if you make too. up the own, your own rules, Maddie. 
True. I'm the host. I get to invent how many favorites as I want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I also love Carlisle. He's my other favorite. This entire book series is my favorite. Since Aerie's not here, now we're going to have Gail's cheesy vampire joke of the week. Gail, would you like to start? Yep. Hey, Christina. Yes. What's a vampire's favorite soup? What? Scream of tomato. <laughs> wow. How corny. <laughs> I'm actually laughing. <laughs> <laughs> you always do that. <laughs> They're so cute. You and A-Ray are the only ones that find these funny. <laughs> They're like really corny. Like we like actually come up with these jokes that we think are funny and then you guys demean them by calling them the cheesy vampire joke of the week. This is just the legitimate joke section. <laughs> actually A-Ray came up with the title I think. But <laughs> we can ignore that. If you'd like to send in a submission for A-Ray's Vampire Joke of the Week, please email us at bloodsuckerspodcast at yahoo.com. If we use it in the next show, we'll call it Your Name's Cheesy Vampire Joke of the Week. So, MG! That'll be cool. Alright, well, this week we have a challenge for you listeners. Gail, want to elaborate? Well, as this one's a little bit more official than last week's Spider Monkey Challenge. And a little bit more of begging than an actual challenge. Yeah. <laughs> so, as you guys could guess, our section's favorite and unanswered questions are kind of hard to come up with now because it's not necessarily a mystery novel. So, anyone who emails us in, like, everyone emails in examples of favorites and unanswered questions that we haven't already done to help us choose them. And whoever's we like the most will put on the show every week we'll put a new one on and we'll give you guys credit but please 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 email us in examples of favorites and unanswered questions and whoever gives us the best one wins a gigantic air hug from me yes you will win a hug from me wow in person shipping and handling not included <laughs> you must pay for the plane ride. Yeah, so if you want me to fly to like Germany I'm totally okay with that I will go fly to Germany and give you a hug British people email here. <laughs> yes, especially if you're a hot British guy. Or if you live in like Stephanie Meyer's house, definitely send something. Oh, why? Wow. Begging, um, the only thing we wanted to beg about is, is we have any guy listeners email in because we haven't met any guy listeners, and we were interested in doing a segment about a guy's view of Twilight. So if we have any, or you guys know any. Uh, people who are fans of the book who are guys, email us please, bloodsuckerspodcast at yahoo.com. We'd really appreciate it. I want you. I want you so bad. Okay. Good morning, Beatles. <laughs> wow. You guys are cool. Across the universe. Um, <laughs> slash Beatles. Yeah. Now we're going to end the show with the song of the week, where we pick a song that reminds us of Twilight. Janae, what's the song for this week? As you heard in the intro, this week's song is Best Mistake by Jameson Parker. We're going to play the song in the background as we discuss it so you guys can hear it. What about the song reminds you of Twilight? Everything. <laughs> well, you want to start, Gail? Um, I thought that the... the I think it's the chorus. I don't get like, confused, but it says... It makes a few references to not sleeping. Which I think is cute. It's like, from the lack of sleep in the bloodshot eyes. And then the other reference would be, we're not sleeping and I'm not breathing. If this makes any sense at all, I won't let you leave me anymore. That part is so cute. Because we're not sleeping and I'm not breathing. Good morning. Bella never likes to sleep. He can't sleep. Um, He can't breathe. Well, he can, but he, he doesn't have to. And then, if this means anything at all, I won't let you leave me anymore. Like, how he doesn't want them to break up anymore, because I already did. So cute. And how the whole I'm not breathing thing, like how Bella always passes out when he's near him, when she's near him. The other thing is, the part that says, if this holds insignificant, I'll have the hearse fall of the ambulance. No medicine exists to make my lungs work again. For the first part it, of that, the how the hearse fall of the ambulance, it reminds me of the part where they're saying when she dies, he's going to die right after because he doesn't want to live without her. And so he's saying, like, if you're the ambulance on the way to your deathbed, I'm in the hearse right behind it. Gail, do you only come up with good stuff when you're sick? Yes. And then the poet says, no medicine exists to make my lungs work again. It's kind of like an obvious, like, yeah, that's true. You're a vampire. We can't cure you with any medicine. Um, 
I thought the line after that actually, let's shake and burn like an attic. Um, I'm actually making a Twilight reference here, how Jacob's talking to Bella, how like Edward's kind of like a drug to her. <laughs> it's so true! She's addicted to her. And then he goes on like, oh, I'll be your son, more like, and then just kind of like, shut up, Jacob. But... <laughs> Leaving that part behind. And also, like, the like an addict part, how, how Edwards, when he's trying to explain what her scent does to him, he's like, you're exactly my brand of heroin. So, yeah. And I also like the line that said, to the nervous kiss and the butterflies, does this make any sense at all, she said, she said. Well, every time he, like, kisses her, she start, her heart starts beating all fast, and then the one time in the hospital, her heart actually stopped, which was interesting. But she's always like nervous and she gets butterflies all the time. And I like the thing that says my hearing's dead, only static, how he can't hear anything inside her head because she has a weird mind. Oh, good one. Good one. Yeah, I'm good like that. The first verse, I chronicled the days you made me want to live, memorized the way that it felt, and then I turned it into this kiss. Tonight I'm wearing my best smile and hope to make me worth your Reminds me of like Bella in New Moon, especially at the end, how kind of all throughout New Moon, she's like trying to remember him and trying to continue living. And then when he got back, it's like she just wanted him to stay and was trying so hard to make that happen. Um, uh, that's kind of like similar to your part would be the very end when you said I'll be the best mistake you'll ever make it reminds me of how he keeps talking this is a mistake and this is a mistake and you can't date me this is a bad idea but like it is the best mistake you'll ever make because they're freaking adorable oh well I'm just gonna say it's kind of cute and lovey-dovey because he's always like all that matters between this world is you and your happiness and your smiling yes you are my life now and so like I don't know and he's always saving her life I guess that's kind of a reference to the would you save my life because she'd be dead by now if it weren't for him let's face it and she also saved his life because he was always saying before he found her he was like wandering not knowing what his purpose in life was and then he found her so it was kind of like saving his life and then also in new moon when he goes to be stupid when he thinks that she's dead she like saves him from revealing herself to the Volturi so he doesn't get like ripped apart by angry Italian vampires. <laughs> That's the best sense I've ever heard. That's it for our show this week. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email bloodsuckerspodcast at yahoo.com or visit our blog at bloodsuckerspodcast.blogspot.com. You can also be our friend on MySpace at myspace.com slash bloodsuckerspodcast. Please remember to give us a rating on iTunes and to vote for us on Podcast Alley, the link for which can be found on our website. Thanks for listening. I'm Maddie. I'm Janae. I'm Christina. And I'm Gail. Make sure to tune in next week. Bye! Bye! Bye.